Hey everybody, Matt Johnson here, the creator and director of New Frequency, welcoming you to another episode of our podcast. Tonight's show is a really great drama for you called Everything. Joining me to introduce it is the writer of the piece as well as the narrator. Here he is, James Napoli. Hi everyone, welcome. Enjoy this episode. It's pretty cool. It's a cool one. It's a cool one. You know, I think when I when I think about everything, the the, the rough storyline of everything is, you know, a woman who has consumed with sort of the bad news of the day and has gotten herself worked up to a suicidal place. And in this piece, she meets a very mysterious stranger that takes her on a journey. And I think that's a good jumping off point for you and I to talk about this piece because you know, to me, I always wanted a lot of our new frequency pieces to be very Twilight Zone. I mean, that was what I grew up on. That was my, my you know, my my writing foundation mm-hmm. in, in growing up in a small town in Texas. Talk a little bit about, you know, you, I know that you, you share a, a love of the Twilight Zone too and how it kind of relates to your writing in this piece well what Rod Serling taught me and I suspect you as well is that you can be a supernatural storyteller mm-hmm. and a humanist and, right. and love mankind yeah which he certainly did his early work before he did the Twilight Zone was often about soldiers and politicians mm-hmm. who are caught up in moral dilemmas and right uh, I just love the fact that it always comes through that he loves humanity yeah. even though some of his pieces are very uh, nasty toward humanity. <laughs> of course. And um, I don't know, uh, do we have time for me to tell that uh, anecdote? Tell, about, no, please my, do. I, please I do, do have a, I was very, very happy to learn some years ago when attending a film festival and meeting one of Rod's personal friends that uh, my favorite Twilight Zone episode of all time was also his. So <laughs> well, which one? Tell quite, us. Uh, it's called In Praise of Pip. <laughs> and of it is Jack Klugman, yep. down on his luck guy, whose son has uh, is, is dying in Vietnam. Another incredible uh, early uh, groundbreaking thing that Serling did yeah, was, was talk about ni- uh, 1964, was talking about Vietnam. <laughs> right. um, and so uh, he learns that his son uh, could die over there yeah. and spends an evening an odyssey type evening walking through the carnival they used to go to together and praying that he'll take his life instead of his son's praying that god will take his life instead (laughs) um it's so touching and so powerful and i think it it is a spiritual cousin to everything yeah just so i'll I'll chime in on my favorite twilight zone because it's very similar to that but also stars jack klugman it was called a game of pool i know it well (laughs) i I love you jack klugman is like a pool shark who who cannot achieve immortality until he play until he beats like the most legendary pool player of all time who comes back from the afterlife as a ghost and they play a game of pool and everything centers Mm -hmm. around two people talking around this pool table and it's supernatural and it's dramatic and it's funny and it's mesmerizing a lot lot of humanity and heart in that one which i think is what what we did well in this piece talk about coming into this piece and, and and you know infusing that twilight zone into the writing of it well um i think first of all when you have a subject matter like uh, i I, I'm so upset with the world. I right. want to end it all. Yeah, which is still relevant today. People still feel these <laughs> these, these things today, that we're yeah. living in such troubled times and everything. That's where this piece starts off. And oddly enough, that's where we still are. And so I don't want to put in too many spoilers about where it ends up. Mm-hmm, of course. But that, to me, is the perfect platform because that's what we all, somewhere inside of us, we're worried. Yeah. We're sad and worried. And, and, and I think... When we all admit that, that's the start toward the healing. If I can right. get a little new agey, yeah. which I'm not, but that is, it, it felt like that's, it, I keep coming back to mm-hmm. the Sterling humanism. It, it's just, so where do you take a character who needs to be convinced that 
they want to be here. Right. You could have gone in a very cynical, dark place with this piece. Right. You know where you, you but but you chose to to take it other directions as you guys will start to to, to find out uh, as the as the mystery sort of unfolds. Was it conscious for you? Did you start off a little bit more cynical and find your way into it? Do you remember like along the way being like ah, I'm just going to go real bitter and cynical, <laughs> and then somewhere along the way you 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 found a little bit more of a light. A fair question, since one of my old comedy writer uh, bosses used to welcome <laughs> me into his office when he needed things to get darker. Um, but no, I think that one of the things with New Frequency is that uh, I pick a tone and stick with it. Mm-hmm. And I think I was I was ready to go with this very warm and humanistic tone of this. So. Yeah. Uh, Therese Arison is the star of this piece. She's fantastic in it. Terrific. Um, really great, uh, really grounded performance, really emotional. Boy, can she cry on cue. I know. Uh, she, was the, she was the token new frequency crier. Anytime <laughs> that somebody had to cry on that microphone, man, Teresa, you killed it out there. I know, because you need sniffles. It's audio, right? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, let's give this one a listen so you guys can find out how this story unfolds and take a journey with this woman. James, thanks for joining me. Of course. This one is called everything new frequency a theater of the mind on the air on the air in three pretty clever in two overcome by a dreadful dreadful production in one it's like nothing i have ever experienced in our busy, busy world, too often we can't even take time to stop and think about how we get through every day. We have to go into the assumption that there is something out there that keeps us going, that wills us forward. What is that something? Well, for one young woman who does not want to live in this world any longer, she is going to discover this in our first piece on the evening called Everything. Today is not easy, is it? Everything is so fast. Out of my way, please. I am very late. Hey, can you hurry up with my order? You can get everything you want, but nothing you need. It's even faster than DSL. I get on the web in less than a second. Plus, there's 300 channels of cable, sports, movies. I have it all. But underneath, we humans are angry. Gas prices. I don't have health care. Rich people don't have to worry about this. The system was set up for them. We can be distrustful. Vote. What the hell for? It won't count anyway. Confused. So much violence, so much hate. How did we end up like this? Afraid. I just want a relationship, someone to love, but nothing seems to last. And finally, desperate. I... I'm so alone. Her name is Rosalind McLaughlin. She's one of you. A single voice in this world with no place to cry out. So her thoughts are all she has these days. And I can tell you right now, folks... You're not going to like what she's thinking. I don't want to live in this world any longer. It hasn't happened overnight, this thing inside Rosalind. Nothing really happens overnight in any of us. They say it's not the years, it's the mileage, but they're wrong. It's the years and the mileage. There's nothing here for me anymore. Where did it start, Rosalind? Where did it all go wrong? When did you lose the most important thing of all, your hope? Can you trace it back? I just couldn't have seen it going this way. You know, in college, me and my friends, we were just going to take the world by storm. I thought I'd be somewhere else, somewhere better by now, not 
broke, not scared of being evicted, not hungry. You lost your job a few years ago, Rosalind. It was a good job, but they had to cut back. It had nothing to do with your performance. They assured you of that. Sure, I get laid off, but the CEO gets a raise. You lost some faith then, and now you scramble for every temp job. And then, mom and dad. Both of your parents passed away within a year of each other. You yourself have known love, but something lasting has eluded you. And now you, you who have no one, got a call from the only man you ever really cared for. He just wanted to tell you he's getting married, and... Would you like to come to the wedding? Growing up, they tell you nobody ever said it would be easy. But they never tell you it will be so hard. And look at the world, Rosalind. You haven't really been the same since September 11th, not really. What chance do you, does one little woman have if people in the Middle East can't stop killing each other? And every day some child is kidnapped or somebody goes on a shooting spree or some politician finds another way to wreck the planet. Sometimes it feels like the whole world hates us. And they might even have their reasons. Things have come to a head, haven't they, Rosalind? I just can't face another day in this miserable world. And so tonight's the night you're going to do it, isn't that right? Yes. Yes. Good night, Rosalind. Uh-huh. Always the last one here, aren't you, Rosalind? If you say so. Don't stay too late now, Rosalind. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay, you have a good night now. But see me tomorrow? Not this time. If you all want to come back here tomorrow and have this horrible place suck the life out of you, go ahead. You come back and punch the clock and feed the machinery. See, you're all dead inside. And that's how you get through the world. Well, well I'm alive inside and... It's just too much for me. It's too much. It's not long before you have the office to yourself, Rosalind. Even the cleaning crew has gone home. You summon your nerve, think about the hopelessness of it all. You leave your computer on and you step out into the hallway. You make your way toward the elevator. It'll be 30 more stories to the top floor. You've already jimmied the emergency door that leads to the roof. You took care of that last week. Once you're on the roof, it's over to the ledge. One last look at this miserable world and jump. So now you have to go up. You make your way through the quiet hallways to the elevator. And then... Good evening, Ms. McLaughlin. What? Uh, Do I know you? Why, I've operated this elevator for 25 years. Come on in. Um, These elevators haven't had operators for 30 years. Suit yourself. I'm just here to make sure you accomplish what you need to tonight. I... I beg your pardon? You know what you're going to do tonight. How do you know what I'm... Have I unnerved you, Rosalind? Uh, 52nd floor, please? Certainly. It may take a while. Why? Well, I mean, you'll be taking a journey. Look, why are you tormenting me like this? Just forget it. I'll take the stairs. No, it's too late for that. Hey! Hey, wait, wait! No, no, no! No, what's going on? Let me out! I want to get out! Very well. Going up? No, whoa, whoa! Wait, wait a minute, stop. No, it's too late for that. You said you want out. Well, there are some things you need to see first. Oh, okay. I get it. Your name's Clarence, right? And you're an angel. Come to show me what it would be like if I'd never been born. No, no, no. Quite the opposite, actually, Rosalind. I don't like the sound of that. The world is a terrible place, Rosalind. You've said so yourself for a long time now. Everyone has. So look and listen to the voices as we move up. Wait, what are you doing? Just, just 
Listen, Rosalind. Bloodshed, panic, madness on the streets of Haiti. Two more American servicemen down in Iraq tonight. More atrocities reported in Kosovo. Students dead and Columbine shooting. What is this? As we go up, Rosalind, we go back. That was fairly recent history. More bad news than you can shake a stick at, wasn't there? Yes, always. It's always bad news. That's why I'm... Hold on, hold on. We're going further back. A bomb in the federal building in Oklahoma City. Another gang-related slaying. Red Square, Chinese student protests. The space shuttle Challenger explodes. I don't know why this is happening. You're only giving me the justification I need, you know, to, to do what I've made my mind up to do. I don't need any more reasons to go up to that roof. Like you say, Rosalind, the world gives you reasons every day. I'm just reminding you, you know, before you end it all. You're just trying to mess with me. Well, it's not working. Hold on, hold on. We're not done. We have to go further back. Please, this is... Almost there, Rosalind. Almost there. Chernobyl, the worst nuclear disaster in history. The AIDS virus has been identified. No cure in sight. Nixon resigns after Watergate scandal. The war in Vietnam. Oh, this is wonderful. This is just great. You've really done quite a job. Thank you so much for making this a lot easier. Are we on the top floor yet? Indeed. What? Oh my god. What? But, may I caution you? About what? You may not be prepared for what you find once you go out on the roof. Knowing you, just more gloom and doom. More ammunition for me. You know, you should be a motivational speaker or something. Whatever you say, Rosalind. Here we are. <sighs> top floor. Home furnishings, evening wear, enlightenment. Is this where I get to say goodbye to you, finally? You'll see. Go on out. Go ahead. Wish me luck. I'm sorry you've made this decision, Rosalind. Well, I'm not. Goodbye. Hey, wait a minute. Where, where am I? Breathe, breathe. David, what? David, I'm scared. Why, Clara, what for? That man and that woman, Take I, it easy. I recognize them. Yes. What's wrong? What are we doing, David? I think you know what we're doing, honey. They're very funny. They're, Take it they're easy. my parents. Yes, your parents are you in mean? the back of a taxi cab. They're on their way to the hospital Does to have you. To have me? We got to the top, Rosalind. What, what, what we went that? all the way back. I... Uh, Claire, I know, I know. Words fail. What is it, Claire? Just listen for a while. <laughs> this child, yeah. ha- having a child. What were we doing? What oh, were we thinking? Clara, it's, it's okay. We, we talked so much about it, and I know you weren't happy when I got pregnant. Oh, no, sweetheart. You, you don't... Now I'm afraid you were right, David. Right, right about what, Clara? Calm down. I'm about to push out a baby, David. Don't tell me to calm down. Okay, okay. Uh, what are you afraid I was right about? You said we shouldn't bring a child into this horrible world. And, oh, honey. And, well, I think you were right. Take it easy, honey. Well, they shot President Kennedy, David. Then Martin Luther King. And with Russia. Easy, We easy. could all be wiped out with the push of a button. And the violence and pollution. It's a terrible place for a little baby. No, Clara. What, what are we doing? No, Clara. You're, you were the one who was right. What was I right about? That it isn't just horrible. You said that and you were right. I mean, I did a lot of talking, didn't I? And the truth is, the truth is, I don't want our baby to have to see all the hate and the ugliness in the world. I don't, but... Oh, no, David, just you ta- see Hang on, hang on, to- kiddo, hang on. Because when I think about how lovely you looked the whole time you were pregnant, I mean, when I think about everything else there is out there, well, just because there's a lot of bad in the world, honey, I mean, I can't let our baby... I can't stop... I can't prevent our baby from seeing the rest of life, too, you know? I mean, I, I can't let 
I can't let this kid miss the good stuff, Clara. Like hearing how beautiful you sound when you laugh, or or seeing Shakespeare in the park, or. or or eating my mother's bread pudding. Oh my God, your mother's <laughs> bread pudding. This kid has got to taste that. Uh, and to watch you grow old with me. And to swim in the ocean. Mm -hmm. or, or to see the Grand Canyon. To love someone like I love you. Oh, oh my sweetie. God, Mom and Dad. Oh, oh, David. Breathe. David, I feel it. Okay, okay. He uh, wants to come out. I, I do. Hang on there, little Michael. Or, or little Rosalind. Oh, it's Rosalind, you guys. It's Rosalind. Breathe. I think it's going to be a girl. Okay. Well, e either way, it's ours, Clara. And we're going to bring it into the world. Yeah. The big, horrible, beautiful world. Yes. Okay. Yes. It, are you all right? No, Mom. Oh Dad, wait. Don't go. Mom, don't go. They have to, Rosalind, if you're going to be born. If I'm going to be... Well, I... I should be going. I really don't want to stay and watch you jump. What? Uh, no, no, I, I won't. I. Uh, what is it, Rosalind? That was my parents there. And I, I guess I do want them to go. To have me. I guess I do want to be born. You want to live, Rosalind, in this crazy mixed up world. <laughs> I think you, bet you think you're pretty clever, don't you, mister? Oh, well, I mean, I'm just saying. I never I... knew that mom and dad... I never knew they had the same doubts and fears that I have. They didn't let that stop them, did they? No. No, they knew it was worth it. Somehow they knew it was worth it. They were so young, so full of hope. I really miss them. I love them so much. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> no, I guess I don't. Something tells me I wouldn't have to tell you much of anything. And, well, I guess I have to thank you. Oh, uh, I don't even know your name. It's not important. Well, you can tell me on the way back down. I mean, when you take me back down on the elevator. What are you talking about? This building hasn't had an elevator operator in 30 years. What? All the best, Rosalind. Hey, uh, hello? No, where'd you go? Don't, don't leave me here all alone. No. No, I'm not. I'm not so much, not so alone anymore. <laughs> what a beautiful day. Kind of a day that makes you feel alive. I insist, you first. I'm in no hurry. Flowers for me? Uh, whatever went wrong, baby, we can work it out. We can work through anything. Nah, never lose hope. It's all gonna work out. It's funny, Rosalind noticed on her way into work the next morning. Everyone seemed so joyous and free. <laughs> Just yesterday, all she heard was the anger, the distrust, and the fear. Yes, it's funny, Rosalind thought, what you can hear when you choose to listen. Uh, morning, Rosalind. Good morning. Hey, Rosalind. Hi there. Everything okay, Rosalind? You seem different today. Different? Moi. Yeah, yeah Rosalind, it's true. It? <laughs> it's like you're a new person. So what do we owe this miraculous transformation? I don't know. I guess it's a little bit of everything. Everything, huh? Yeah, that's right. A little bit of everything. New Frequency, signing off in three, two, one.